0: Hey, Blazing Defender Report, it's the Rock God of Podcasting, Charles McFall, Travis, man, it's amazing to see you hit 100, and probably one, and I, I feel like the, the absentee father you never had. <clears throat> what can I say about Travis Jones? The man is passion in a nutshell. He loves talking about power books. You love talking about your experiences. You're geeking out. You are always just a ball of energy, and... You make no apologies for that, and I love it, man. Uh, sometimes you, you get so far out there, you're ahead of the crowd, and they have to catch up with you. This man for the audience, as he came after us and said, hey, I'm doing this thing on Facebook, and got recommendations, man. He got—he worked it. He worked it harder than any other host we've ever signed on this network to be a part of what we do. We love you, man. We all love you. All think you're amazing, and congratulations on, on 100 episodes. I can't wait to see what you do when you can really just put all your energy into developing your media you're gonna be king kong of comic books you might climb a few buildings you might grab a few dames i probably can't say dames i was going 1920s i was going for that king kong classic you know rescue the dams on the stretch yeah i love you man that's all i can really say you're amazing i'm glad you made it to 100 and thanks for being part of giant size team up and everything that we do
1: Hey everybody, Tommy P here. You may uh, you may know me from Geek vs. Podcast or uh, Avengers: Infinity War trailer. Maybe you've even seen me in a Million Dollar Baby, which won Best Picture. I'm here
2: to talk about a Blazing Defender report. The Blazing D, 100 episodes. He has hit 100 episodes. They have a Blazing D for almost over two years. You think someone would look at that by now? Maybe a little antibiotics. Maybe a little. Uh, To be uh, kicking it that long is pretty good. That is an achievement. That is something that definitely should be celebrated. Let me tell you, as someone with, like, way more episodes than that, it's not easy. It's not easy to do 100 episodes. Um, You know, it's an achievement. It's definitely achievement. Something uh, you should be proud of, man. Congratulations. And uh, here's to 100 more Blazing Ds. Hey, man, this
3: is Kurt from
2: FTH Beyond
3: the blazing defender report with travis jones 100 episodes
2: travis you are a man not only do you have the physique of the hulk and tiny tiny legs like wilma flintstone but you have a hundred episodes under your belt i hope you feel proud you are doing a great job keep up the good work can't wait to give you a congratulations for 1000 episodes and now for your listening pleasure, the blazing defender report with your host Travis Joe. All right, welcome everyone to the 100th episode
3: of
2: the Blaze. What's going on everybody i'm your host travis jones aka the blazing defender and with me on this 100 episodes episode spectacular that's hard to say my bucky to my cat my robin to my batman my trusty sidekick tv's casey what's going on casey hey man i'm happy to be back Happy to have you here, brother. Really, really appreciate you being on here. It was kind of short notice. I know you had some plans even. So I'm really, really excited you could be with us today, man. And I don't know who this guy is here. I guess he's the Talon, the court of Owl. But it does kind of say his name underneath the overlay. What's going on, brother? Who is that behind the mask? Ow! It's Big Sam! Medium Sam. (laughs) Hey, in the intro, I had it. They may call him Sifu Sam now, but we all know him as Big Sam. What's going on,
3: brother? What's up, man? Glad to be here. Thank you for this honor. 100 episodes, man. Congratulations.
2: Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, It's it's, kind of surreal. Um, 100 episodes. Casey, how how many episodes do you guys have on your show?
1: Uh, we just hit, I think, 180. Wow. So we've been going since 2015 on the Bad Coyote Funky podcast.
2: Nice. Nice. This, I guess I'm in my, I'm not quite in my third year yet. Not quite. Close. I'm close, close to being in my third year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and plus I was the, the nerd. Um, look at these fucking nerds. Can y'all see the chat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh yeah. So I had the Nerdgasm podcast before I became the Blazing Defender. Um so yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a little over a hundred, but that's a hundred episodes of the the BDR report. Uh this is my love. Uh so this is this is my show.
1: This is I, I'm the, new hotness, I never, the, the the baby. The brand new trim. What's that? The, the it's the new hotness. It's the new hotness. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> uh yeah uh imaginary nomad he says what's up you fucking nerds this is the kind of shit that i'm talking about this is the kind of chat that i like i like people saying what they want to if there's one tome that bdr has always had it's uh we're unfiltered we say what we want we want to say we say what we think not because it's politically correct or because We think we'll get more viewers because, trust me, the shit we say probably runs off more viewers than we get, but the ones that I have are that I absolutely, totally am in love with. So I want to thank everybody that's in the chat, Um, and I I want to really, really, really quick, uh, because I see one of these guys I'm about to thank is in the chat. Uh, I want to give some shout out to some people that have been there with me from the beginning. Frederick D. Bowles in the motherfucking house from the great superhero debates on Facebook. If you're not following his page, guys, you really, really should. Everything to do with pop culture from sports to gaming to comic books to movies you name to anime, you name it. This guy has it on his page. I see it on his page before I see it almost anywhere else first. I don't know how he does it, man, but he does a great job, and he's been with me damn near since day one. So, Frederick, thank you very much, brother. This is a celebration for you as well as it is for me because you've been a big part of it.
1: Oh, uh, hell, Jason, the king of the hype man. Yeah, he, he
2: is. Is he not king of the hype man? He really is. Everybody needs yeah. a Frederick Debo, dude. And if you don't, you, you, ain't, you ain't happening, dog. You just ain't happening if you don't have a Frederick in your life. Uh, Jason Jones, which I don't see, no Jason's in the chat. Oh, he is. Yes, he is there. Uh, He's quoting Homer Simpson. And that is fucking fantastic because this is the kind of shit that Jason brings (laughs) to the chat. He's quoting Homer Simpson. But Jason has been there with me during the the nerdgasm days. So, Jason, to you and Heather, thank you very much for all your support. They have sent me things over the years they thought that I would like at conventions. And always, brother, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Casey. Uh, mute, mute your ear, your earphones, real quick. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, I want to thank these guys. They've really, really helped me come along in, in my podcasting venture. Uh, they reached out to me, uh, and and one thing came to another. And I think I'm the last of the original shows on the Giant Size Team Up. One of the first, and one of the one of the ones left standing. And with the, with the giant size team up, I want to thank Mike Woodard, my fantastic producer. He makes me sound better than I really, really should. He gives you that dope-ass theme music. He also did the theme music for uh, Sam and I show Meatheads on movies. So, Mike, thank you very much for everything you do, brother. Uh, Phil and Dennis from Botch Podcasts that are a GSTU show as well. They're a D&D podcast. They have really, really, really helped me with my Patreon, with, with coming on to Twitch, Dennis was uh, hitting me up right before the show. He's going to do some shit to my channel. So thank you, Imaginary Nomad. Thank Phil for me. Um, it, you guys have, have really, really helped me. And I consider you really, really good friends. Just about everybody in the Size team up, I consider very, very good friends. Even though we don't see each other on a regular basis, uh, you're just good people. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and proud to be a part of you. Um, I want to thank, of course, my beautiful wife, uh, she has always encouraged me to do whatever I wanted to do. Uh, right now, she's damn near got a, an Ethernet cord going over her head because I have to. Uh, when I hardwire my rig, I have to go downstairs because everything's Wi-Fi in my house. So uh, she puts up with my shit, and I thank you, thank you so much, Shan. I love you. And uh, Marcos Matt Matt Jevic Matt Jevic. I think I got it right this time. Uh, he is the owner of Collector Zone. Collector Zone and I have been together damn near since day one. Uh, we created a partnership, uh, and they're blowing up way faster than I am. I'm just waiting for him to grab me and take me on his coattails. But uh, Marcos is fantastic. CollectorZone.com, guys. CollectorZone Cantina. Sideshow, Mezco, NECA. You name it, you can get it there. And uh, I also found out now they're doing payment plans, uh, so which is really, really nice when you're buying shit like Sideshow and, and even some, some high-end Mesco stuff. So, uh, please check them out, uh, uh, collector's own cantina on Facebook to get free shipping and and some other perks. So Intel and blazing defenders sent you. And I want to thank everybody in the chat, everybody that's in the chat, uh, Kurt stable, who, who's also in in the giant size team up network. I want to thank all you guys for being in the chat. The chat man makes it fun for me, for, for my guests on the show. So enough of that shit. We didn't even come to talk about this shit. Uh, but bef- I've been rambling on. All right, that's done. Okay. So, Casey, Big Sam, what the fuck's up, man?
3: What have you guys been doing? Man, you know, basically just uh, teaching some martial arts classes, trying to train a group of future warriors, uh, <laughs> reading some comic books in between, getting hyped for Endgame. Uh, right. That's, most, that's mostly my day, you know.
1: Casey? Looking forward to every Wednesday where new books comes out. Of course, Endgame, the most hype movie of all time. I can honestly say I've never wanted a movie more than I've wanted this. Well, I agree about Infinity War, and now this. So right. the scales are that much higher. Other than that, uh, I just I'm working on launching a new website. Oh yeah, what it's kind of, of website? It's kind of a it's kind of a personal portfolio uh, sort of website. It's te- a bunch of nudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, just me, buck naked for all the world to see. It's uh, it's dot com. Uh, it's kind of incomplete now. If you want to check it out, but I'm I'm working on the okay. podcast section. Uh, so you've got an archive of all the stuff that I've worked on in the history of my voice being on the radio. <laughs> um, so it's got all the stuff that I did with giant size team up and breaking the panel, awesome, fender report, other guest spots. Great. Uh, yeah. It's That's so awesome. liberating to just put yourself out there. Sure it
2: is. Yeah. I mean, dude, I remember the first time, and in, in, in just in, in for total transparency purposes, one of, the reason that, one of the reasons I got into podcasting and did a comic book podcast is because I thought they all sucked. Yeah. I mean, Marvels, DCs, um, you know, you either had diehard fanboys that were never, ever going to be critical of the content or they were getting paid by somebody to say some shit was good. And you you two know as well as anybody
3: it all ain't good. Well, you must not have been watching Kevin Smith or listening to Kevin Smith's podcast much then. I'm just, just uh, you know, that. let me tell you what,
2: and I'm gonna get some poo thrown at me right now, and that's fine. Let's just go ahead and start to show up right. I listen to Kevin Smith's podcast to learn what not to do. Oh damn. To learn what not to say. Uh, It it infuriates me. I can tell because I've listened to him so much when he doesn't like something and how he fucking talks around it without really saying, man, I just didn't like it. Dude, it's okay to say you didn't like something, but because he's in the fucking industry. He, he, he can't. He, I guess, he can't say that because he won't get a fucking job uh, directing Supergirl or, or or some shit. I don't know, but that's a yeah. real career
1: highlight for him, though. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, I'll never direct a, an episode of Supergirl. Uh, so yeah, there's that. I guess. I'll,
1: I'll be honest. Coming from just the kind of fan that you are, Travis, I can see how Kevin Smith's change over time has has been a lot of things like. He used to be hugely critical, and he would say stuff like, hey, what's the thing's penis look like? You know? Now, <laughs> yeah, he lost, back and he lost a ton of weight. You're all about those big gains. He's vegan. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> right. No,
2: now, you know, honestly, I did like fat Kevin Smith. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, dude, he was going to die. So, <laughs> yes, he, he needed to lose weight. I'm glad he did. I'm super happy for him because, as Sam can tell you, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do is to be on a diet and not eat foods that you like. Sam knows, you know, right. it, as well as I do. I mean, we've done it. We've lived that life. Um, but you know, when's the last time you heard him say something like, man, I wonder what the things Dick looks like. I mean, he didn't even say shit like that anymore. I guess cause he's got kids right. now. I don't know what the deal is. He's, he's not. If described- he
3: saw the things Dick, he, he would also say that it too looked good. Like, it <laughs> right. Better.
2: Right. And, and, you know, don't even get me started on Bernard. But anyway, we're not here to talk about their show. Uh, Layoff Kevin Smith, he wasn't available, and we had to listen to Bette Midler's opinion on Marvel movies. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that means, but it sounds <laughs> god-awful. Everybody's got a hot take these days. is <laughs> <laughs> full of hot takes, let me tell you. Oh, Jason is fucking full of hot takes. So you guys were talking about Endgame, all right? Uh, did you get your tickets? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Sam, I know you got your ticket.
3: I'm, I'm going to Redneck Land with you to see this movie.
2: Yes, you are. Hey, dude, 830, I was at the firehouse. I looked, was going through my emails, seeing tickets were sale- available. I was like, oh, shit. Try to get our normal theater, not two seats together. I went to every, like, the nice theaters, every nice theater I could pick. There were not two seats together within 30 minutes. Went to Preston. Damn near could pick my fucking seat. Right. So we got good seats at Preston. But they don't, in the director's they don't hall. know what a
3: movie theater is out there. What's not a that? Drive, they don't, if it's not a drive-in, they, they've never heard of it.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I don't even think, like, people know that you can go inside and watch movies out there. So that's where right. we got lucky. And we got right. seats. I would kill but, to see
1: Endgame in a fucking drive-in. Are you? Kidding? Would you? Not the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. Maybe, well, maybe not the first time. but right, right. Yeah, not the first time. seats see. from me getting tickets was a nightmare. Really? An absolute nightmare, yeah. Because, uh, you know, unlike y'all folk, I'm a city boy. Uh, the heart <laughs> yeah, of New York City, you've got more theaters than you can shake a stick at. But I'm already paying, you know, $20 a month for this AMC A-list stuff where I can pick my seats and I can see three movies a week. And it's a whole to-do, but it's so worth it, right. you know? especially when a movie ticket will run you $16 here oh, yeah. for, like, a regular screening.
2: Yeah, that's. I think that's what ours was, was sixteen yeah. seventy five or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they, it's crazy. These fans crashed AMC's website, crashed Fandango's website, okay? I, I couldn't get in. So now I'm just staying off the internet all of Thursday night, and I'm seeing it at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning on Friday.
3: Well, and also I heard it releases two days early, like, in China or something. Yes. So- yeah, you got to stay off from about Tuesday. On. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: because of spoilers. Yeah. Uh, Tony, Tony Henderson, who's a GSTU soldier as well, said it took him six hours.
3: Yeah.
2: Jeez. Holy shit. Now, what happened was when I got my tickets at the firehouse, I sent some texts out to some guys that usually go to the movies with Sam and I. And I'm like, hey, if y'all want your tickets? Fucking get them because it's filling up. Well, my, my, my district chief, he, wa- he was trying to get tickets for him and his son. I'd never seen this before in my life of being on Fandango. It sent him to a screen that said, you are now in line for tickets, and it had a minute countdown. And oh, then yeah. after that countdown goes off, you get to pick your ticket, but you had 20 minutes to make your purchase. So I assume it held that spot for you for fucking 20
3: minutes? Wow. That's what that what happens sounds ridiculous. When I buy limited sneakers, it does that. It puts you in a uh, like a line like that. A and says, if you, yeah, your order, yeah, could be filled, it'll pop up and you you buy them. You know, that's crazy.
2: Fandang- Fandango doesn't care. They knew someone else would just show up and buy the tickets. You're right. right. they they, they right. really they really didn't give a shit, did they? Uh, IMAX or no, Travis? Uh, no. And this is why, I I think Big Sam can speak on this as well, because he and I see a lot of movies together. The XD theater at, uh, Cinemark? Yeah. Cinemark, Sam? The XD theater at Cinemark is just as good as IMAX, and the sound is better
3: than IMAX. And the And the theater is better.
2: And the theater is better, yes. Oh, the IMAX theater here uh is fucking awful like awful. me and sam but you know i'm 240 sam what are you 240 250 now yeah in between okay the moas i
3: eat that day
2: <laughs> right <laughs> he and i are sh- literally in the imax theater we are shoulder to shoulder like yeah. it's got the old shitty chairs and everything so no i did not get an imax ticket like i said they're about to, about a four dollars uh a ticket price
3: difference so it well, was the, uh, the air conditioning in there either. It's always hot as shit.
2: Hot. Well, I don't know if it's cause you and I are laying on each other and it gets <laughs> <laughs> we're in in real fucking air. Um, uh, into the goose or the second gen goose says, what were your, what were your all's takes and views on captain Marvel? Uh, goose, I'll send you to the review show that Sam and I did on captain Marvel. Uh, we usually always, uh, do a show for, for the comic book movies, uh, so you can check that out on Twitch or on Facebook, uh, the Blazing Defender page on Facebook. But, Casey, I haven't heard your views on uh, Captain Marvel.
1: I would say uh, pretty good, solid from beginning to end, but it's uh, it's kind of by-the-numbers Marvel movie. Um, yeah, I really like it as much as I like Iron Man 1, which to some that's like outlandishly really? high it is, but I'm just like there's – you know, it, it beat by beat, it has a great direction for how it wants to take the characters – I like the treatment of the the pretty much everybody that they used I like what they did with Nick Fury I don't care that it was too silly it was it was just fun it was a fun film to just go and watch and you know I saw it with my girlfriend and the look in her eyes to see Carol Danvers come to life on screen and just kick ass I've never seen representation appear before my very eyes if that makes sense sure yeah I just I saw a fan be born that day Cool. That's yeah. hey. That's what's all about, right? Yeah. It's a special place for me. That film now.
2: So so Endgame. Um, uh, really six, quick, I want to say yeah. uh,
3: LMC for life. Put in the chat, not to piss on their theater. Yeah, they see all the Marvel movies at Preston. They got recliners there, so it sounds like there's gonna be three people at Endgame at that Preston. <laughs> you know? so that's nice,
2: man. You know, I've already looked, Sam, and our theater is sold out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's all sold out. Bought, yeah
3: you bought, you bought, uh, Preston's bought, not bad hey.
2: Pr- Preston's not a bad theater it, it's it's really not, and we're I think we're in directors hall, so it's the nicest all theater that they have right. uh, so we' we're, we're, we're going to be good so roll what's that: That's how we roll: That's how we roll, baby. that's how we do it. Uh, so in game, this last trailer that came out, man, whoo
1: the Trinity is here holy shit
2: dude
3: i didn't watch it you didn't watch it what no i'm trying to avoid everything leading up to it i hear Uh, you i I hear you man i don't need any more hype i don't want to see anything else
1: i got you
2: i'm going
3: in i'm going in like madonna like a virgin (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) uh touched for at least the 20th time with the amount of right right
2: no, that's no i i'm I'm yeah that's good that that's good because like there was there's two scenes well, fuck we can't talk about it now, Casey no, but there yeah, you can are you yeah, sure you all right, yeah, well, like when Cap and Tony shake hands,
1: oh dude, try dude,
2: I was like, I almost start fucking crying, I like so I didn't even think that I cared that much, honestly about their relationship like in civil war it hurt me right you know like you know just two buddies you know the the buddy's girl's hot and he ended up fucking her and now they're not friends anymore it's kind of that shit like oh man that
1: sucks yeah but instead of nailing your buddy's chick it's like hey my best friend killed your parents (laughs) (laughs) kind of like i mean it still
2: (laughs) sucks i mean yeah
1: yeah. but
2: when they shook hands man i was kind of like Oh shit, motherfucker, let's do that. Like, we got was- the band back together. Yes, exactly. And then Thanos. Like, we finally see what Thanos is good. Not a fucking toy, not a concept art. We finally get to see Thanos in his armor with his fucking big ass sword. Holy shit. Oh, it's good. I can't wait, man. Uh, you guys have to talk about the Ant Man butt theory, but theory, but there has, but because that has been
1: all over the internet. Must we? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, must we? I don't even know what it is. uh, So, so people think that the way that they're going to beat Thanos in Endgame is that Ant Man just gonna he's going to jump right up the butt and then grow inside of his body and just rip (laughs) him open. Who says Titan even? uh, Who says Titans even have assholes? I mean, we don't know. you know, you might be right. He's really—he's concerned with half the waste in the universe. Maybe it's just because he can't take a shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he shit he's all the time, so he's—he's he's fucking mad. Yeah. This whole um, movie. See, now you've ruined it for yourselves, fans. You thought this, man. I thought <laughs> thing was so funny, but it turns out Thanos is just constipated. They're gonna give him a couple. of <laughs> Everything's done. Nobody's gonna be dusted anymore. It's gonna be great. Man, so I. Good. I tell you, and it, it, you know,
2: I. I wasn't a huge fan of the Captain Marvel movie. It was okay. I I expect better from uh, Marvel. And I know, I I think Sam kind of agrees with me, but I will say when the, when Thor walks up to her and it looks like he's trying to punk her a little bit, right? And you know, he's all up on her and her shit and he's staring down at her and the fucking, you know, Stormbreaker whizzes by her hair. And she's like, bitch, is that all you got? And he's like, yeah, I like this one. You, you know what I? You know what immediately when my mind went to. He's got to fuck her. Oh my Thor God! And Captain Marvel have to fuck. They had to have little Thor Marvel babies running around the MCU sometime. It, it just has to happen.
3: Those no, she's, some she's kids. for sure a lesbian, right? What? But she's for sure a lesbian. Who? Captain Marvel. <laughs> sure. You're talking about MCU, Captain Marvel? Yeah, she with the black chick. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dude. No. Who who okay they've appealed to black people with the Black Panther, right? Of course. Excellent. Sure. They've done it for women with Captain Marvel, right? Right. Who's the last big demographic? <laughs> so you think they're just gonna nail like kill two birds with one stone with Marvel? Yep. Yep. You got female, black, female, lesbian.
2: T- Tony, Tony Henderson is saying Sam is right. He has heard that,
1: too. They were more than friends. Everybody wants to think two women who are close are more than friends. Well, do you remember the Bucky Captain America? Like, there
2: was right.
3: a petition. Well, I can of This, this is where they're going to do it. I this don't hate that.
1: <laughs> what? I don't you hate, hate Captain America. I don't hate it. You, you don't hate Captain Bucky being gay? It's fine. What difference does it make? They're, they're still kicking ass. Who cares
2: what they do tell I'm gonna tell you exactly what kind of difference it makes. This is <laughs> and this is this is what I said about Marvel. the gender swap with Marvel in the movie. If doesn't it doesn't matter. add to the story, it's fucking stupid. Because guess what? Captain Marvel is not gay. Captain America and Bucky are not gay. Okay? You know who's gay? The Midnighter. Make a fucking Midnighter movie.
3: Ice I man's would coming.
2: Be first in line. I would fight a homosexual man to be first in line to see that movie. <laughs> I love the Midnighter. Yeah,
3: they, uh, if
1: they're if they're putting Hercules in um, Eternals,
3: they could do it there. Yeah, Ice man's coming. They got Fox. Now
2: yeah. you see, I heard that Jolie's character, whoever she's supposed to be playing,
3: I heard that that well, that character was gay in the Eternals. I'm calling it, but they, they need someone bigger than that. She that's list is gonna be Captain Marvel. Really? That that's I
1: just... listen, hey. Well more more representation the better, man. That's that's where I stand. I
2: am I'm too I do too, Casey. But but why not why can't we just have like cre- like new characters that are gay in the comics? Oh yeah. No, sure. And, and you know what I mean? Like what happened to that? Like let's do that instead of changing uh, an already established character. It was just like Marvel. Marvel being a woman and Captain Marvel did nothing for the story other than put another woman in the movie because it would have just been too awful if Captain Marvel, if uh, Brie Larson's characters, or the, you know our Captain Marvel would have had a mentor as a man. Well, she had a
1: mentor as a man. Who? Bon Rock yeah yeah i mean yeah and you know what that man was doing he was manipulating her the whole yeah, time So listen hey we're getting too into it you don't have to, you, you. You don't have to double down on having two male mentors let you know and who gives a shit about marvel anyway the guy hasn't been in a comic in like 30 years I, all right nobody's cl-
2: dude you're the cosmic guy he's classic. i don't care you yeah, know mean, captain marvel is i i can't i care because he's <laughs> he's classic
1: Oh, It's it. lazy
2: writing. It's lazy writing. <laughs> Moving on. It's lazy writing. Yeah. God damn it! Oh, hey, that's a question. Said, nope. said they? It's Shatterstar.
3: Shatterstar. Yeah. Shatterstar. Oh, yeah.
2: Shatterstar. Is super gay. Fucking yeah. super gay. and He's badass. How about a fucking shit Bring Shatterstar to the MCU. I'd be fucking all for that. I mean, Dude, they
1: they killed him in Deadpool already. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, he did. Hey, dude, Quantum Realm's gonna change it all. We'll see. We're gonna see. They're gonna. We're gonna change all that shit, man. I
1: wonder how yeah, they're man, gonna handle. Quick- Richter and deals. Shatterstar in a movie? That would be an X Men movie. Whew. Oh, handle. Would you say Sam handling two Quicksilvers? Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. MCU's is dead, so.
1: <laughs>
3: so are they just gonna move the Fox one in, yeah. or something, you know? Just
1: come on in, man. We got Recast, a spot, dude. Recast all the X Men. I'm over it. Just slash hey, and burn it. The whole me, thing
2: too, Casey. I agree. Finally, me and Casey agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Burn that fucking franchise down and from the ashes, we'll get something new and better.
3: Do you really want me to start some shit on your hundredth show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, why else yeah. do I have you on? All right. I argued with my brother today. What is the bigger disappointment of the modern take of moves? X-Men, so that means first class on. Or those weak ass Star Wars movies. Which is more disappointing. X-Men. I said Star Wars. No, no way. Star Star Wars. Star Wars has they, only got one they, bad movie. <laughs> they got two horrendous movies, seven and eight. Awful.
2: It's not bad. Awful. It's horrible. You awful. guys are crazy. Casey. That's terrible. Terrible. It's,
3: terrible.
2: it's terrible, dude. So okay, so and, what and, X-Men and, movies did you like?
3: And I loved Days of the Future Past is better than anything Star Wars has done since the original three. God, it wasn't no. good. Come on. W- what's better than Rogue One. If we're going offshoot, Logan's better than that. Th- yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, Logan's so, the best like, of them all. Star Wars, so Star Wars falls behind again.
1: I don't know, man. Just... <laughs>
3: This I is told tough you for so me so to so say because
1: episode eight completely killed my enthusiasm for Star Wars. And it's by like the slimmest, yes. tiniest line that the comics that Marvel is putting out have kept it alive. Yes. Travis and I will tell you that yes. Darth Vader book Charles Soule was doing was like the top of the stack over anything. Yes. It's fucking fantastic. Almost anything. But Almost. always at the top. Um... But with the X-Men movies, it's like, I would just dread hearing about it. Like, if I heard Star Wars news, even after 8, I'm like, okay, it's got a clear end in sight. With X-Men, it's like, they're literally remaking an X-Men film from 15 years ago, or yes. 13 years ago. With right,
3: no more. But see, I, I would argue, for me, it's the other way around, because now they come out with Star Wars and say, well, Ryan Johnson's going to have a whole new trilogy, and I'm like, fucking Why? Let well,
1: they, they've backed off that.
2: If he gets new
3: toys. Yes. Maybe that's the best decision they've made recently. Yes.
1: If, if he gets new toys and can play in his own sandbox, I have no reservations <laughs> about his Star Wars. You movie. know, I, I would have thought that
2: because I, I will say that visually, 8 was amazing. Like, Ryan Johnson did things that I've never seen in a Star Wars movie before visually. Like, I loved his cinematography. I loved it. Visually, it was just fucking stunning, I thought. I really did. His grasp of the Star Wars universe is fucked. It's fucked. And for him to go and play, like, in that universe, and maybe I would give it a 50-50 shot because I don't feel like he understands any of those characters that that he – that he had at his disposal. I still say we're going to get, uh, it's going to be a TMZ exclusive where Ryan Johnson was, or I'm sorry, JJ um, Abrams was butt fucking the shit out of his wife and he totally undid everything that JJ Abrams did in Seven. But
1: if you hated I, Seven, why do you care? But here, here's how well, it Because at I, I love Star Wars. But I you, hated, you game hate game it, you hated. I can see yeah. if maybe you liked seven and you wanted to see where it would go, and then eight slapped you right in the face and punched yes. you a hundred times in the dick, but, which would happen to me. Yes, but, you don't care but, anyway. But it might as well I win. do, but I do so, 2015. I do care because so I think JJ can
2: fix it. I, I hope my prayer <laughs> and Sam and I've talked about this several times. I'm praying. There might be some retcon involved. I don't know, but I'm hoping that JJ can fix it. I love the star Wars universe. I love it. I into your, to your point, Casey, you said that if I heard something about a new star Wars movie, I would be way more excited about that than an X-Men movie before the merger, the Fox Disney merger. I would have totally agreed with you.
1: Totally agree with you. They shouldn't make another X-Men movie for 10 years. You, even with marvel behind it no just wait it out just people aren't clamoring for it if you made an x-men movie in the next five years people would still be like oh god but we're still sure. waiting for new mutants to come out i don't know how to feel that, about. i that. mean you, you do make a good point that is
2: a valid point like let it let's let some time go by let us get rinse that taste out of our mouth of the of the of the ratner uh x-men movies and shit and all you
3: have to do is throw one Avengers character in some sort of cameo in that new Marvel X-Men movie, and everyone will go see it again. That's all you have to do.
2: I would be pumped.
3: See? <laughs> I'd be pumped, Casey. I'm telling you. Ask you about this about oh, Star Wars. So you had three fantastic movies originally, right? So when did the last one come out? 83? Yeah. 83? Okay. So then you got the prequels, right? Yep. What would you rate them? D, F, and C, maybe. No,
1: uh, the prequels are. I, I watched them last year, and they're not as bad. The actually. second one is. Second one is pretty bad, but oh, I wouldn't give it an. I wouldn't give it an F. I'd probably give it a, a C in terms of okay. films. It's fine. Okay. Like I can watch that movie from end to end, and there's plenty of good action. You
3: know, that's. And, and. So, you so can't so tell I'm me okay. you can okay. watch that then movie got- and not
1: enjoy the fight in the Geonosis arena. It's it's great.
3: I, I guess I get a little bit of uh, a little bit of entertainment when Yoda's flipping around and yeah. stuff. So okay, so I so <laughs> I sit through two and a half hours for five minutes. That that's
1: that's true. That hey, I mean, all right. I mean, look, but, I'm not saying these are the greatest films ever made, but there's there's watchable quality of them. And sure, but, one thing that but, you I mean, can argue is that. They have the essence of Star Wars.
3: Okay, but then I would argue that Meet Joe Black is good because I sit through three hours just to see your girl's titties for two minutes. I can't <laughs> call that a good movie. Is that not a good film? I actually like that movie. Oh, the movie's horrible, I like that movie. Hey. I like that movie. That movie's good. But anyway, so, so here's how I look at it. If, if you got, I would say, no great movie from Star Wars since 1983. Wow. You got good. I like Rogue One, I, and I thought I, I thought Solo was decent. Okay. That's okay, but none of the prequels when I say are good and seven and eight I can't say are good Yeah. Uh, so since 1983 36 years we've had two good movies out of seven yeah w- where's that add up if I had a bitch that used to fuck me and it was great but it hasn't <laughs> been that good for 36 years I wouldn't have been with her for a long time think
1: about it in terms of how many X-Men movies have there been like ten the first yeah. one is not good. Okay. Second one's good. Second one is second one is the absolute best one. The third one yeah. is terrible, third right?
3: Terrible. The yes. first, first one is okay.
1: The first Wolverine solo movie is an abortion. Yes.
3: Horrible. Horrible. It's,
1: it's terrible. Horrible. Okay. Or, or, the, or the, the second Wolverine in Japan was okay.
3: Yeah,
2: it's all
1: right. It was okay until the fucking transformer yeah, silver, silver yeah,
2: samurai. samurai at the end yes it
3: was good till that point it was yeah. good till that point
1: okay yeah first class is fine
3: yep it's okay yeah. i, yeah, I don't love it as much is good. as good well.
1: yeah future past i actually enjoyed a lot but i can see I why did. some people think it's a dumpster fire i loved it yeah apocalypse is horrible, horrible.
3: horrible. and then you've got logan logan is great one of the best uh, comic book movies ever made.
1: Sure. But it's it's like 50-50 for every good one you get there's another bad one or almost. I agree.
3: And and I'm not arguing that X-Men is good, but right. 50-50 is better than Star Wars is bad, and. Uh, yeah. And
2: and I think the 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 trend tick is up for the X-Men franchise though, cuz now Marvel gets them.
3: Right. Yeah. Right. And
2: and I, and I I just seen an article the other day where the Russo's were Inquiring about fuck one of them, what Wolverine, um, maybe in one of the other, what Gambit, it
1: may be one of the other mutants. Which X Men do you think can really carry a movie? Which like a solo movie? Yeah, like a solo movie for the X Men. None, just Wolverine.
3: Wolverine. Some of the villains you could do a Magneto movie.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. Yes. I. Yes. I would think. Cyclops, no. Storm, no. Angel, are you fucking kidding me? No,
1: well, Actually, I, I think you could do a Storm movie. I, I think, think you
3: could do, you do a Storm do movie, too. And especially if you did a Storm and Black Panther movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would be dope. That a, be a good dope.
2: way to rub it in. Yeah. I mean, and that's – that's re- okay, Casey, let's look at it like this. All right. Let's do this. Let's not have – let's not think about the X-Men in their own little shit universe that they have fucking stupid in. <laughs> We're going to put them in the MCU and there's going to be interactions with Cap and Panther and Thor and you know what I mean? So like we'll, there's we'll a Wolverine, ton of shit I mean, we could do. Most of these actors are are done. You're right. You're right. They well, they are. And in and, and I believe Phase 4 they're going cosmic, you know what I mean? That's what they're going to do. Um I mean, and
3: recently
1: could, what'd you say, Case? I was going to say you could still you could still kind of have that thing where it's Wolverine and Bucky, but it's like Yeah. Does it still work as well as a Wolverine cap? Like you'll never join the Avengers, Mister. Not while I'm alive. Like you know that kind of stuff from the that old annual. Right. Pretty much meat. Not meat. Uh, time. T- Tony
2: in the chat said that. Uh, but the Storm actress said she didn't want to do that. New yes. actors. No.
1: We're doing new actors. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. done, Tony. Act. She gone. She out. For sure. like, yeah. out. Like.
2: Bitches, and they don't get to fucking say what they want to do anyway, especially X-Men, Storm.
3: X-Men, yeah. X-Men Dark Phoenix is about to so, end. So,
2: so Tony, so Tony they, they, the agent walk, calls this Storm actress, we don't even know her name, and goes, hey, Storm actress, uh, <laughs> the you wants to do a standalone movie with you and uh, the cat that plays, what's, what's the guy's name, plays Black Panther? Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman uh, once, you know, said he really liked what you did in Dark Phoenix and would like to do a movie. After she unsticks herself from her chair, she's gonna fucking scream, "Yes, yes, yes! Please, God, yes! It makes my career. Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. Especially so, when she gets, like that ten million dollars she she'll get. It.
2: All right, hey guys, we we. And, and it's it's cool. It's totally fine. We rabbit hole the fucking shit <laughs> out of in game, the MCU, yeah. the Fox merger. That's kind of what we do here, though. And I yeah. really like this. But uh, we we had, we're, you know, we're, I don't want to run too long. Uh, but we did have uh, some some talking points, and I really want to for the comic book fans out there. I really want to to talk about this. Uh, but I, I wanted you guys to give your favorite hero. And your favorite comic book series of all time. And this was fucking hard for me. Like, it was so fucking hard. Casey, it sounded like it was pretty easy for you.
1: Oh, mine was at the, the tip of my tongue. Like, I've, I've got that as, I'm like, ready to go anytime, always prepared. You ask me, people on the street, <laughs> like, hey, you, who's your favorite comic book character? It's like, do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> I knew
2: the book. I knew your comic. And I knew Sam's, too. Uh, character, I, you actually did throw me through a loop with yours. I'll be I honest. Got a, I got
1: a few. So Clots so in the chat would know this. When I was on Breaking the Panel, I always used to say that my favorite character was Morph um, from the Exiles. He's the shape-shifting X-Man who gets yes. Yep. But they killed him off. And I'm still super mad about it. So yes. I had to bump him down a couple of slots also because I really, like, you don't see him anywhere. So if you tell somebody, yeah. hey, this is my favorite character, and they go to you, who? It's kind of like, all right, I don't want to get into a whole thing. So you pick somebody, you know, who else is high up on that list that people would know. And I yeah. think a lot of people are familiar with who the Silver Surfer is. You yes. know, maybe
3: you're not. Yeah, it kind of so I'm not lie. you, read, you read that the Mike Allred run.
1: Sam, I have read
3: <laughs> every single issue that
1: the Silver Surfer has shown up in since 1965.
3: I love it. That all read one is, is probably my top ten of favorite runs that, ever.
1: That might be the greatest romantic comic I've Period. read my entire life. Period. And for those of you playing at home, the Silver Surfer falls in love with an Earth woman, and he has kind of these Doctor Who kind of adventures with, mm-hmm. which you might not be on board with if you don't like Doctor Who, but it's a million times better than Doctor Who ever could be. And it's over the course of about three years of comic books. Their relationship slowly grows. It's all – it's real – And it's crazy because this guy's thousands of years old and she's in her twenties and worlds collide. He literally pulls the universe together to be with her when he thinks that maybe he'll never see her again. And it ends with them living an entire life together before the birth of the universe. And when she dies, she becomes the Kirby crackle energy that is iconic to the character. Yeah. Wow. It's beautiful.
3: Wow! I'll tell you that realistically, as I read it, I had to reevaluate my relationship with my girlfriend just to make sure, like, <laughs> like, is, is, does she stack up? Is this yeah. good enough? Can I do better? <laughs> do I want more out of it, fellas? That's, if you
1: if you can take a page from Silver Surfer and give your girl the universe, more power to you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's awesome, though. I mean, like, yeah. you know, and that's what these stories do, right? They move you. Yeah. Like, you know, we. I'll, I've read several issues and been like, oh, dude, that was badass. And then I put it, I, I, I sleeve it, you know, I put it in my box, and it never enters my mind again unless somebody brings it up. But, like, when those, when those, you read that issue and it stays fucking with you, and then, like, you know, everyday life, you start to, you know, you start to compare it, and you're like, wow, man, like those, those are just fucking, that's the reason we love this medium, right? Like it's, we, we it's love not this.
1: often that something will just hit you on, on such a personal level, but there's something yeah. about the way that comic books are written, the people who write them and right. that it's such a visual bombastic medium. There's nothing like it. That's the reason I keep reading because there's nothing like American comic books. Right. I, I
2: totally, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Sam, what's your, uh, who's your favorite?
3: it's hard for me to choose you know i I, there's really three that i kick back between um and that's the ninja turtles daredevil and swamp thing
1: wait a minute is that three choices or six
3: well (laughs) i'm gonna take the four brothers and make them one okay okay um but but i think for favorite hero because we're going with singular hero i'm gonna put it at daredevil
1: okay
2: why? why, What, what, what what's the, about Daredevil speaks to you?
3: You know, I, I think originally the reason why is my dad told me a story, and he, he collected comics when he was a kid. And someone everyone knows a story like this, but he went off to college. His mother, my grandmother, asked him, got rid of all of them for space. And in that was several fantastic issues, but the one he, he remembered the most and the one that upset him the most that was gone – was Daredevil number one. Pristine condition, bagged and boarded, everything. Classic yellow and brown suit,
1: we're talking all the way back?
3: Yeah. Oh, um, nineteen sixty-four. Because wow. he went off to college in 1971, I believe, and she got rid of them all. Oh. That, so, so ever since, yeah, it, it kills me. And so ever since I was a little kid, he would tell me this story, I would uh, look at my grandmother's side-eyed, you know, but she doesn't know (laughs) there. But, but for so it was something something about this Daredevil because out of all his comics he had, he, I mean, he could rat off all these comics he had from from the uh, mid and early 60s and everything. He said it was Daredevil number one. And so for whatever, I guess as a kid that piqued my interest, you know, you like what your dad likes or whatever. And uh, as you read Daredevil, although I would consider him probably a B character, you know, I don't think he's quite A-lister. He's had so many fantastic runs between Frank Miller and Ann nocenti and Bendis and Brubaker and then Charles Soule. And it just keeps keep going on and on Mark and Wade. on. Mark the Wade. Wade now. Yeah. 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 Mark Wade run, normal. which I currently, one of my best friends, I have him, he's borrowing all my hard covers of that reading Mark Wade right now as we speak. Um, and the current run three issues, it is fantastic with a uh, chip Zdarsky and, uh, the, the just everything that's written about him is great. You know, there, there's – every story is good. And for whatever reason, he's he's that guy that gets knocked down. He continues to get up. You know, he's blind, so he's already facing some struggles and things. Uh He loves women like I do, and it never tends to work out, which for the most part, it did the story of my life too. Uh, <laughs> you know, so hey. – um, um, Art imitates so,
2: life sometimes, right? Yeah,
3: and, you know, I, I teach martial arts, and that's a big part of his, uh, <laughs> you know, character. And although, you know, I'm not overly religious, I, I really uh, find religions interesting, you know, the commonalities between them, the differences, and, you know, he's a very Catholic character. And so right. bringing in some of that heaven-hell stuff in the Catholic guild a confession and, and scenes with the priest and things like that, I think it's really interesting, and you don't get it in a lot of characters.
2: Sure. Yeah. No. He's a, he's a good one, and and just just to kind of piggyback on your Daredevil story, I was at Value City with my mom. I don't know how old I was. I was in middle school. I know that. <clears throat> and there was uh, the Frank Miller book. The Dare. It was the Daredevil comic where Bullseye hit Bullseye was uh, he threw the Bullseye out, fell out fell the building or.
1: Daredevil threw him out of the building, I forget and he he shattered all of his bones. He he, was fell in off, he fell off the clothesline. They were, yes. walking, they were like walking. Yes. And Daredevil jumps and he fucking and, he falls. And
2: and Daredevil has the gun. Yeah. yeah. And it's, the, the issue was roulette. That's his last issue. Was yeah. that Miller's last issue? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Just the, that, the cover is just like that sh- fucking comic, yeah. man. As a middle school kid, I was like. What the fuck? is He's playing Russian roulette with Bullseye. And I love – I mean, to this day, it's like if I had a top ten of my favorite single issues of all time, roulette would definitely be in that top ten.
3: It's that great. definitely would be in my top ten favorite covers of all – like most iconic <laughs> covers of all time, too. Yeah,
2: where he's got the gun and it's like yeah. – yeah, so that profile shot or that the, the straight-on shot. Yeah, kind
3: of um, evil-looking. And-
2: I'm like Sam. I, I went back and forth of uh, my top three. Uh, my top three have kind of always been my top three since I can remember. Um, and it, it goes from Batman to Cap to Thor. And I've just, I've always loved these three, and, and just
3: like Duke, Travis stays with those A-listers, you know. I
2: stay with the it's A-listers, different. baby. I stay with the A-listers. Uh, and I, I've, I've got some, I've got some obscure heroes too that I like. But you know, the guys that that, that I'm gravitated to. Uh, so I, I really had to think about. it. I had to come up with one, right? I know it was tough for everybody, but Casey, obviously, yeah. uh, but. <laughs> cap it's going to be cap for me um yeah. and i guess the the book that really solidified it for me was uh the winter soldier um Baker's Brubaker. run yeah. Baker. It, it it was fu- it was like i loved cap i loved how, what he stood for and everything but there was never for me that definitive story that i could go to like with batman it's the dark knight returns right like I'd been away from school for a long time. I just came home. I ran to a buddy of mine, uh, Troy Patton. He was in the chat earlier. Um, he goes, Hey, man, you still collect comics? I'm like, Man, I really haven't had the money or the time here lately.
1: And he goes, Dude, you Back got it less than a fucking issue. What? Back when it was less than a dollar an issue. Let me tell what? you something, Casey. <laughs> Let me tell you something.
2: I'll never forget this. And you, you, you poor motherfuckers in the chat, y'all remember it too. When I was in college, I was so broke. A Burger King, I live like, the only reason I got on my apartment that I got on campus was because two Mexicans stabbed each other to death on the volleyball courts and an apartment came open. (laughs) Uh, There was still, when I moved in, they still had their shit in there because the dead dude's family never came and got his shit. So anyway, there was a Burger King in walking distance. They had a commercial. And when I heard this jingle, this song for this commercial, I got so excited. Because I knew I got to eat twice that day. It was I got double vision. And it was two whoppers for $2. I would go I'd skip my ass, my little broke ass to Burger King, grab two whoppers, put one in the refrigerator for dinner. I ate one for lunch, I had one for dinner. So 99 cents for a comic back then, that was a whopper for me. So I didn't I didn't get. I didn't get into com- – I, 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 li- I would read them, but I'd put them back on the fucking shelf because I couldn't afford them. So anyway, Red of Dark Knight Returns, it totally reinvigorated my passion for comic books again. Uh, it's still to this day one of my all-time favorite, like, story, story arcs, stories. Uh, but, yeah, Cap, uh, Winter Soldier, that was, that was what did it for me, man. I just love what Cap stands for. You don't back down. Yeah, uh, he always makes the tough decision. Um, I got a
3: question for Casey, yes. then. So Travis said, you know, he took some time away from comics due to financial reasons and probably some other stuff in college, too. You know, Probably. So, probably.
1: There's always a distraction for a young man.
3: Right, no. you know. And so Dark Knight Returns kind of kicked him back. Casey, did you ever break away from comics for a little bit? And if so, what brought you back? If not, what was the story that you remember – that just hooked you, and you were like, "I'm going to do this for life."
1: Well, I can tell you the first comic book I I read as a kid that made me b- start looking at them more regularly.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I had read when I was a kid. My dad had some comics, and he saw that I liked the cartoons, like Batman: The Animated Series on TV. You know, because I was, you know, when I was five or six, like those shows were still going. Like, Animated Series started in, like '92. Um, he brought me home a three pack of comic books that had. A, an issue of Iron Man, an issue of Mutant X, and an issue of, I believe, Sensational Spider-Man. And I just, I read that Iron Man story, and he goes to this rich white-ass people party where everybody's dressed up like superheroes, and they're getting drugs from the power broker and stuff, so they're, like, flying around being, like, drunk high assholes. I don't know why that stuck with me. I, the cover is Iron Man flying up, screaming, like, Christ and people are like trying to pull him down. It's like it's so surreal. It's like not even. I think Frank Thierry wrote it. It's oh. not even like a great issue, but it's it's just bizarre. The Mutant X issue. It, that's the series that takes place in the alternate universe where Storm's a vampire and Beast kept yeah. mutating, and for some reason, Havoc's leading the X Men. But like, who cares? <laughs> and it's a, it's an introspective story where the brute who's Hank McCoy, but like even more mutated, and like he has the intelligence of a child. He gets his intelligence back for a day and it's almost like a Flowers for Algernon kind of story, but you get to really see like, how far his life has come and like, how like, tragic his story is now, even in a series where nothing means anything because it's an alternate reality. And that one stuck with me too. There's like a real heart like and strange things in these comics and the last one was the wizard is hunting spider-man through a sewer like who cares but um <laughs> i picked up that three pack at he got it for me at like a cvs or something and yeah. from then on i'm just like this is all i want to read you know i picked up i started picking up trade paperbacks you know i i this was before i guess i don't want to say before the internet but before i was on the internet and you had things like forums and huge recommendation lists so i would yeah. go to like a barnes and noble and You know, I would go to a local comic book store and I would pick up single issues of comics, and you know, now I've got ten thousand of them sitting in my next room. But from there, it just it kept going. There were times where I thought I would I would stop. Right. Um, I was disappointed with a lot of DC's material when they uh, did Rebirth in twenty twelve or not Rebirth.
3: New fifty
1: two. DC New, the new Mm. DC universe. That Mm -hmm. was a disappointment on almost all fronts. But then they really bounced back with Rebirth. I stopped reading DC pretty much since then, up until Rebirth happened. So it was like four four years, something like that. Wow. Marvel lost me almost for a while. I was super disillusioned with Secret Empire. That story took almost two years. I mean, Travis will tell. Thank you, you Nick Spencer. It's too, like look, it's not a bad story, per se. You can do a story where Captain America turns evil. Do it for six months. Don't do it for two years. Right, yeah. right. I don't. I don't want to see that. I want exactly good guy cap that isn't just the Falcon. Falcon right. cap rules. He's right. great. But you know, if you have regular cap hanging around and you see him in books like Avengers and you know he's pretending to be a good guy, it just takes away from everything I'm reading.
2: It really does.
1: So that was a huge blow. Like things like Jim Zub's Avengers, like No Road Home. Uh, not No Road Home. No Surrender. They put Rogue on the Avengers when Rick Remender did Uncanny Avengers. Like, there was stuff that kept kind of dragging me back in, but it was always, it was like at an arm's length. And now sure. I'm back in full week to week, 30 yeah. weeks a week, like Excellent. reading everything that I can. I, I
2: feel like, and I, I said this on a show before, I feel like that this new, I don't want to call them the rat pack, but this new crop of new writers, new comic writers. I know, I know Kate's and him have been doing shit before, but like, I really feel like like with Aaron, uh, which you know, Aaron was doing indie shit, fantastic indie shit, right? But now, like with these guys, it's like this new—they're the new Perez, they're they're the new um, uh, Grant Morrison's, they're they're you know, they're the new Mark Waits. Like these guys are, I think they're fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like like you, Casey. I'm like, you know, when I was a kid, I remember when Image Comics started, right? Oh. And like, uh, all the, okay, right? You say that now, you say that now, but I was a fucking pumped. I'm like, McFarlane, Jim Lee, Larson. uh so I kicked me in the nuts for even saying that. But I'm like, these guys are going to be doing their own comics and creating their own characters. It's going to be the fucking best thing ever. Yeah, their whole attitude it, was, fuck it, we don't need writers. Right. Oh, you do. And that is, that was my metamorphosis into... Holy shit! Pretty pictures don't mean shit. There's those word bubbles don't have nothing in them, yeah, right. and I've been a writer. Now, nah, don't get me wrong. Uh, in Sam will tell you in case you will too. You get a writer like like Jason Aaron the side Rabek on Thor, and it's goddamn peanut butter and fucking jelly. Oh man, like it is the greatest marriage of of two uh, skills that there can be. Yeah. So don't, don't get me wrong, but, like, I would much rather read a well-written uh, story than I would uh, one that just looks pretty. Like, like the, the, the Silver Surfer. Who was the artist on that? Allred. Mike Allred. Who? Mike and Laura Allred. Yeah. Don't like his art. <laughs> really <laughs> do not like his art. I, but that was still a fantastic story. Yeah. So, at least,
1: even if you don't like it, at least the art was good enough where it was serviceable. Like exactly, and it was. Deliver on the narrative.
3: Yes. My my issue is more because you have to have both. To me. Yeah. But I don't like when they constantly are switching artists. Okay, that I think that hurt uh, Charles Soule's run on Daredevil. The, The story was great. But it doesn't rank up there for me with the with the Wade and with the Miller and with the Bendis and Brubaker because every three or four issues with different artists, and as I'm reading it, especially if I'm re- going back reading it as a collected series, it takes me out of it. Like, I'm not lost in it anymore. I remember I'm reading something. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and and that's a problem to me.
1: It's it's tough for artists these days to, to keep something like a schedule. For sure. Um, you know, because... I I read something interesting. I forget who said it, but it was like the new age of comic book artists, right? Everybody's a fan now. Back in the sixties, you had talented artists, you know, guys like John Buscema who were drawing before the idea of a superhero was like the main thing that they had dreamed of doing. Right. They went to art school, whatever. Now you have, you know, guys like Sean Murphy. Um, we love Sean Murphy here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But even, you know, even if you go 20, 20, years back, 30 years back, uh, uh, a John Byrne, a Walt Simonson, these guys learned to draw from looking at finished artwork of the 1960s, which took teams of two to three people. Like right. Kirby would whip up pencils and then Mike Royer would do inks over it. And these guys are like, the level of detail I need to do just in pencils alone is, right. needs to look like finished art. So when they ink on top of it, there's even more and more detail.
2: Right.
1: You know, the, the guys in the game now with crosshatching and all this stuff, like imagine having to do that 24 pages a month every month keeping a deadline you got to stay ahead of it because publication takes time it's crazy
2: yeah, yes
1: it yeah it, it is and the game has
2: changed but it's also changed for the better too because um i know uh, he's not in the chat right now but brian rodman um he's he has that um i don't know what the fuck it is like i'm not an artist i'm like the furthest thing from that spectrum but like the way they can draw now on their computer boards or whatever the fuck it is,
1: yeah, the tablets like Cintiqs and
2: yes, like, like oh, okay. I've, I've heard them talk about them and they're like, dude, it's a game changer. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh well. So that has helped, but I, I'm I'm with you. The, the the level of detail, especially like Sean Murphy or yeah. Jermaine O'Pena. I mean, like. You could just sit there and stare at Fucking shit. Fucking
1: Alex Ross.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. That guy,
1: like yeah. you, he's probably the most like successful artist in comic books ever.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: But just
2: I don't even consider him an artist. He's a yeah. I, I he's like a he's like a painter. He's an
1: actual like yeah. Well, look,
2: so there's
3: an actual artists, artist, but he is a yeah.
1: traditional artist. He does right, right, sure, and things like that. But I mean. This dude got to start in comic books, man. Drawing yes. stuff like Marvels and Kingdom Come, like even, God, You know, I, I, I read about his process in Wizard when he was doing Justice. Like, yes, I read that. He's like, I do a painted page in two days. I'm like, get out of here! You can make that in two days? <laughs>
2: there's there's no way. Right.
1: I, I have mean, you ever seen? Have you ever seen his
2: YouTube videos of him sketching? Yeah. Just like it's not even finished shit, and it's like. Oh my god. It's How incredible. the fuck did you do that just now?
1: The, I mean, these, these guys are, the are fucking just on level just beyond even my comprehension. Like I draw right. in my spare time. I do graphic stuff. Yeah. no, no big deal. But I just I'm consistently blown away. And I've been reading comics for almost my entire life, 25 years. I've been reading comic books. And it's just they keep scaling it up. It it,
2: it really is. never
1: fails to impress. The best of the best stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing, I think, along with our, our writers, we have got uh, we have some new art, like, like uh, Sorrentino. Like, yeah. Yeah. his art, like, it, very few art, like, you can have great art. Okay, Jim Lee. Jim Lee's, like, one of my all-time fucking favorite artists. I just, it's iconic comic book shit to me, Claire right?
1: God. He is the modern, definitive comic book artist. He, like, he really is. You want to read a Batman? Here's Hush. What do you yeah. think of the designs of all these villains? Yes. Iconic. Done. But, but, but Sor- Sorrentino...
2: Soriento, he actually has the ability with his artwork to transport me somewhere, like in, in like Gideon the Red Barn, barn. <laughs> huh? <laughs> like right, exactly. Barn.
3: Well, I'm sorry. He, he's reading that. He's not reading that, Casey. Oh, w- w- what, I'm not reading what? I hear you. The Red Gideon Barn. Falls. He takes you to
2: the Red Barn. Who's not reading it?
3: You. Gideon,
2: Gideon Falls. Gideon. Yeah, dude. You're reading
3: Gideon Falls.
2: Dude, Gideon, do you not watch the Blazing Defender reports? Yeah. Does, yeah. <laughs> Gideon yeah. Falls was in my top books of it's the clear. year. It's like for the last two years, I think. Yeah.
3: I think that's because I told you about
2: it. Well, maybe, but no, it's I'm fucking just amazing. Gideon, <laughs> dude, I tell everybody about Gideon Falls.
1: Blazing yeah. Defender Civil War, whose side are you <laughs> on? Yeah.
2: I, he's Sorry. not reading it, Casey. I tell everybody to read that shit. make a
1: correction. It is the black. Don't listen to the show. Yeah.
2: I mean, he's only on here when I ask you to be. So otherwise I, what's a pot. Where how do you get a podcast on my phone? I don't know. I know. <laughs> But yes, like his art is like acid trip. Like, Oh my God. Like I am transported somewhere just by looking at his artwork, his visuals page by page. And like, he has destroyed the, the six panel, 10 panel, nine panel page notion. Like, he's all over the place. Sometimes you got to fucking turn the page. I mean, you, he, it, that is a portal. That page is nothing but a fucking portal for him to, to put you into
1: that story. He's amazing. And uh, guys like J.H. Williams. Oh, yeah. He did Batwoman for a while. But, I mean, when he was on Promethea back in the day with Alan Moore, that is a comic that, like, the last issue, you literally have to fold it out, tear it apart into, into a poster. To be able to read the whole thing it's outrageous the the scope of what an artist like that is capable he
3: of. did uh he did the batman ninja turtles crossover book yeah and it's it's awesome it's so good so good yeah. yeah and the movie comes out in like a month or two and i can't wait
2: yeah it looks pretty good from like what they've shown like just little screenshots that they've shown the trailer for it, it looks pretty good yeah 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 it's bruce is bruce tim doing batman's voice
3: i'm not sure
2: I think he is.
3: No, not okay. Bruce Tim.
2: Not Bruce Tim. Uh, I'm Bruce sorry. Uh, Con- Conroy?
3: Kevin Conroy.
2: Conroy. Conroy. Conroy's doing it. Yeah, because I remember when I seen that, I was like, that, it's amazing how, how big a difference a voice makes. Yeah. Because, like, have you seen the trailer for Hush? Uh,
1: no. No, I haven't. I oh, you haven't? I didn't even know they were making an animated Hush movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Obviously, oh, yeah. Gosh. That's great. I don't like the dude that's doing the voice for Batman. It looks like Troy Baker is doing Batman in Batman Ninja Turtles. Okay. Which is fine, I guess. Yeah. I <laughs> when was he? When was he Batman before? I don't actually remember. Uh, whatever. The, forget it.
3: Or like, like. You, oh, he's like Batman the, in the Telltale Wars games. Tell. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah
1: he's, he's a decent Batman.
3: How great was it in Dark Knight Returns, the animated uh, movie they did, the adaptation to have, have RoboCop? In yeah. It the was Peter Weller. A- yeah, it was perfect. It oh,
2: was yeah. perfect. And, and and I didn't think I would like it because it wasn't, you know, Tim or or Conroy. And when I when, as the movie went on, I was like, Oh fuck, I ain't gonna like this. And as it went on, I was like, Oh shit, this is perfect. Like yeah. older grizzled Batman, like it's what he would sound like, right? He so still had
3: like a little bit of class to him, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was- That's one of the best animated movies there is. I-
3: I think it's number one for me.
1: Well, are we, are we doing this now? I mean, this is a theoretical talking point, but,
3: (laughs) uh, what has not
1: been a theoretical talking point on this show? The best Batman movie ever made is mask of the phantasm.
2: That's a good one. It is good.
1: You know it to be true. Okay. I
2: think what Sam meant was (laughs) a comic book adapting.
1: It is. Phantasm is based on Batman year two. Yeah. Kind of, mostly.
2: I so there was I, I a Mask it, of the Phantasm comic. I
3: put well, no,
2: no, that not, was an original story. Not explicit. No, okay. It's be- Dark Knight Returns, Returns wasn't. So it was an adaption of the story. Right. It was That's the it. best ad- comic book adaption.
3: I I put Mask of the Phantasm third for me. Third. I, I got Dark Night Returns. Okay, under the Red Hood too. Okay. Basketball fans. Will,
1: under the Red Hood, I could give you on a couple of levels because uh, Judd Winnick wrote the movie also. Yeah, right. so it's that's true. just like the comic.
3: When, when he starts right off the bat beating Robin with that crowbar, I've never seen anything like it in, in, in a superhero movie, animated or, or legit. You know, I was like, holy shit, this is That's brutal.
2: true, yeah. That's, man, that's, yeah. damn it, Phantasm was so good. Yeah. It was good.
1: All right, just, so just to, Batman year two is a story called fear the reaper. Yeah. So it's got, I mean, it's got a skeleton kind of fearsome new bad guy who has a scythe for a hand. And the main crux of the story is Batman revisiting his past and reconsidering becoming Batman in the first place. So yeah, doesn't have the Joker, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. That's
2: pretty, I I, I didn't. Yeah. You're right. I, until you said that I really didn't put that together to be honest. I just, I don't know. I just, when I, Mask of the Phantasm is its own thing for me. Yeah. Like, because I'll be honest, I didn't, I've never, I had never seen the Batman animated cartoon. Oh, man. Oh, man. Before uh, I I Mask of the Phantasms was started for me. I was like, and they're like, dude, this is a fucking, it's a, it's a show. It's, it's on Cartoon Network. And I'm like, are you, f- <laughs> what
3: You mean they're like, it's yeah. so good. And I loved it. The origin of Harley Quinn, man. The origin of Har- Harley was an animated character before she was in the comic books. So. Oh,
2: right. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. And somebody else too, Damien?
1: No, he's not in that show. Uh-huh. Uh, well, there was I guess, another. I guess Batman Beyond now, because Batman Beyond's had comics for years.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. There's a. There's Lockup, who's the jail warden. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it just brought back so many people into the fold. It reinvented Mr. Freeze. Like, whoever Mr. Freeze was before the animated series, like, doesn't even matter. Right. Because since, you know, 1992, <laughs> that's true, that's, true. he's got the tragic. So they might as well have just created Mr. Freeze
2: for <laughs> that show. Most. Yeah, so you, were gonna, well. uh, you and your girlfriend were going to do a show of watching the animated series from the, from the beginning, right? Yeah, oh.
1: that hasn't started yet. Oh, um, man. That's a great I idea. Could, I listen, yeah. it's it's gonna be a real fun time. The the whole reason we even thought of that was because she introduced me to Young Justice.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. good too. Yeah, that I, good s- I
1: skipped out on that. I'm like, I don't listen, I put my heart and soul into the DC animated universe. I'm not ready to start on something new, I don't yeah. want to get invested. And then she's like, So there's an episode where Captain Marvel is caught between two worlds where all of the adults are disappeared into another dimension. And because he's a child and an adult, he can travel between both worlds. And there's a mystical cabal. I'm like, I'm I'm fucking sold. I'm in. Good. Like you've got me.
2: Wow, that does sound awesome.
1: Oh, Travis, that show is so metal. And the third season, the first half, like, is on the. If you don't have the DC network now, I yeah. would t- I tell I tell people straight up, you're missing out.
2: Yeah, I need to get that. I need to get because I love Titans. I love Doom Patrol. Swamp things coming. It's Swap coming. Things
1: coming. I was
2: just I mean, gonna say
1: it. It's coming. But-
2: But I have to wait and see what Disney's going to charge for their streaming service because that's going to be a fucking must have.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Winter Soldier and Falcon show. (laughs) Are you kidding me? It turns out to just be a talk show, though. What's that, Sam?
3: I'm more excited for Swamp Thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, trust me. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be fucking awesome. Do you all watch? Have you watched Doom Patrol? Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's yeah. fucking batshit crazy. I mean, the episode with the goat. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? But I, I couldn't stop watching it. So I good. liked it more than Titans. Yeah, I, I love Titans. I, it's different to me than Titans. Yeah, it, is. it I, is. I love Titans. I love the the use or not use of Batman. I think it's fucking genius i don't know why it's it's taken them this long to do something like that like i love the the use of batman like you never seen but he's he's damn near in every episode somehow some way yeah. uh i like the casting a whole bunch i know people have been really shitty about starfire um, good but I, I i mean i think it's gonna be fucking fantastic sorry alpha male but you're probably in the wrong show brother oh, <laughs> they man. It in, yeah. but the cussing is not gonna stop i promise you yeah. um so yeah <laughs> i mean the dc the dc streaming i really I, I i've watched all the titans i'm not gonna tell you how but i've seen all the titans i've seen all the doom patrol but um you know the 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 MCU, the, D, the DC streaming is going to be fucking nuts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And their animated movies are so good. Yeah. I mean...
2: D- did you ever play... Casey, I know you're a gamer. Did you ever play
1: Marvel Alliance?
2: Avengers oh, Alliance? Oh, yeah. Ultimate okay.
3: Alliance.
1: Ultimate Alliance or Avengers Alliance? Uh, Ultimate Alliance was the, uh, the the party-based game where... You would, you would get four characters, and you could rotate them on the fly, and you just fight wave after wave, and it had everybody in it. Avengers- no, no, no.
2: This was more of a –
1: Facebook game. That no, got me- no, 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 no. this was uh,
2: – this had, like – I posted it earlier today. Marvel's Ultimate Alliance. Thank you, Tony. Dude, okay. Th- this has the best animated cutscenes of t- – even today. Like, I don't know why they couldn't give us a movie with this level of animation in the cutscenes. Like if you've never seen it, look at Bla- the, the Go to the Blazing Defender Report Facebook page. I post I think it's one of my last posts before you know I went live today, and I was just re-watching these scenes and it's, it's fucking gorgeous. The whole
1: climax of that game, and I'm not going to say spoilers for anybody who hasn't played a game that came out almost 20 years ago. But yeah like, no, you don't have to. No. Dr. Doom with the Twilight Sword getting the power of Odin. and then when everyone his plan falls apart, it's, Odin just smites him on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: that's it, that's it. Uh, Did you remember the scene um, where it's, I think
1: the Frost Giants are, like, invading Asgard? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, what I remember most out of that, like, the Frost Giant invasion is cool, but the, um, when you see Galactus in that. Yes. So over-detailed, it's like Mobius drew him or something.
2: Yeah, guys, I I have to correct myself. It wasn't. It wasn't MAA. It wasn't the Facebook game. This was a game that was on um,
1: – what was it originally on? A PlayStation. I played, it, I played it on GameCube. I think it was on our Wii like okay. back then. This was like 2006. So maybe Okay, or- so
2: Jason is saying it was on PS4 before they pulled it. Might have to pull it up and play. Oh, so wow. it was
1: on PS1. Okay, no, I thought I not, it was on PS1. Not PS1. It's got to be at least PS2. This game came out in like 2004.
2: Yeah, it's old, man. But that's what I'm saying. That level of cutscenes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could watch a fucking movie like that.
2: I mean, yeah, it man. was so, so
1: good. Hey, you might get it. You heard that they're doing that what if series, right? Yes. And yeah. it's like it's animated. I don't know if it's 3D or 2D. I didn't realize it was gonna be animated. I'm 90% sure. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm fucking for that. You know how much they could do?
2: Oh my God.
1: Especially well, if they if they rights so everything, you could do. What if Thor battled Conan?
0: Oh but animated. know
1: <laughs>
2: well, that's
0: not
1: so special because Conan's hanging around with everybody. But in 1980, oh. it was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Ten so years ago, you, you reading line, new Conan? What? Are you reading, are you reading Jason Aaron's Conan?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god, it's so fucking good.
1: Yeah, and he just you know now he's in Avengers: No Surrender. He showed up. He's teaming up with the Scarlet Witch and Highoria.
2: Yes. It's, yeah, it's I've been reading those. Have you read those, Sam? No, no. Oh, my God. Like, there's – it's so good. Now, Aaron's not doing that story. Okay. Uh, uh, the Far From Home story. He's not doing that. But, you know, he is, he is doing the Conan book. And it's so good because they're they're, like, going through different periods of his life. It's not like a linear story where, like, each issue takes place after the next one. Yeah. But it's an all-encompassing story about a witch that's trying to resurrect a god with death magic. And the more that you cheat death, the stronger death magic becomes in your blood. And who has more fucking death magic in their blood than Conan? That's so,
3: awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so fucking good. Like, I, see, uh, I saw Jason Jones is trying to get you on your 100th episode. He said he preferred Al Ewing to Jason Aaron. Said, yeah, oh, that's reason
2: did. I didn't respond to it. That's how
3: he he to you off, man. <laughs> I don't it's know.
2: Like Somebody's saying they like Duke over Kentucky. It's just not even something I'm going to fucking discuss.
3: <laughs> Jason Aaron Duke made
1: Travis this. love Lady Thor. He
3: did.
1: That's that's that takes a lot. <laughs> it it did, and it I, I was
2: not for that. Uh, and I was reading a letters page where Aaron said that Lady Thor was the story that he was wanting to tell, like. God Butcher, Thor God of thunder those were you know those were great stories but this is the story he wanted to tell and I'm like, all right man, all right let's do this let's do this. All right, let's do it and I, there was several issues I didn't like about it uh, it was a lot of fluff, but the issues that were good were, were really 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 good. so but you know Aaron's like that. I hated his first four or five issues on Avengers. I yeah. fucking hated them. The, 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 the Sixth Celestial, I hated it.
0: Yeah, the
1: one million BC Avengers. I love that. I thought that was a very cool idea. That's okay. I don't know how to feel about it. But, but <laughs> it, most of that
2: first arc was that Sixth Celestial, and I hated the voice that he gave Cap. I thought it was goofy. I'm like, what, is, what the fuck am I reading? And then when the, the Vampire Civil War arc started, holy fucking shit, I was all in. Yeah.
1: With Blade and, and. Dude, you want to read a great vampire story? Yeah. Captain Britain and the MI 13. This was from back around. That book started with Secret Invasion, but this is, I think, the last run of the arc. Excalibur, well, it's not really Excalibur, but it's Excalibur. Whatever. They fight Dracula in a spaceship on the moon. <laughs> and he's literally fighting. He has, like, blood bombs. Like he's shooting vampires out of cannons at Earth and causing, it's wild. There's a scene where Dracula meets with Doctor Doom on the moon and they're standing next to like the lander that's still up there. You know? Yeah. They're just hanging out and he's like, he's like, "Don't get close to me, Count. I've taken precautions. I have, I have pieces of the True Cross of Christ in my armor." I'm like, of course he does. Like this is Holy wild. Shit. Dracula negotiates a non-aggression pact with Latvaria over the rest of earth. Like it's, it's wild. Who wrote it? Um, Cornell, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh man. And, uh, who did the, Leonard Kirk, I think did the art. Okay. Solid book, man. Like yeah. even, this, even the story that's not about vampires, like they fight magic scrolls. It's crazy. Wow. The whole, that whole run. It's like 15 issues. It's so good. Yeah, it sounds it sounds oh, really yeah. good. I, I love Marvel Dracula.
2: Yeah, I mean, and you know, Marvel Dracula's a fucking he's powerhouse. He's badass. Like he's beat the Hulk and everything apparently. Like Doctor Strange couldn't kill him. That right there says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I won't give you I won't <laughs> spoil if you've not read the Avengers Vampire Civil War story arc yet, you really should, especially if you're a Blade fan, because it's like his reintroduction in the MCU or the, the Marvel uh, comic universe. So, it's so well done. But, like, Dracula's a fucking pimp. Like, and you won't even realize it until you do. And you're like, holy shit. Like, I read that last issue and I was like, I had sat there for a minute. And then about two hours later, I kept thinking about it and I reread all of them because I had to see how it all played out again. Once you, once you see the end. And I mean, that's a, that's a fucking great story, right? Like to make you do that. Like, Oh God, I got to fucking reread this because I must've missed something. Right. Right, Yeah. Really, really good. Have you not read it, Sam?
3: No, I've never read it.
2: Oh man. Wait for the
3: trade, my man. Yeah. Yeah, Pick it up. Yeah. It's
2: going to be, it's, it's fucking good, man. Like Aaron just speaks to me, dude. Like everybody has those writers Yeah. and it's like, Oh, like you think, man, if I could write a comic book, he'd be like this. Yeah. Well, I, I read Aaron's shit, and I go, I could never have wrote something like that. I, I, That would be my style, and he's he's light years ahead of what I could ever do. Did you read to- Scalped? Fuck yeah. yeah
3: Fuck that's yeah. one of the best.
2: Scalped is amazing. That, I think Scalped that, is that, where I put him on the map. That
3: was a big Sam recommendation, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs>
2: Mm, I don't know. I, after I read God or God of Thunder, to, I was that, picking up right. everything. Jason well, Aaron.
3: That's the thing was you had read the Thor. You were talking about Jason Aaron. And I said the best thing he's ever done is scalp Scout. like all the trades.
2: It may have been. It probably was. It probably was. You probably gave me that one. I'm uh, like that's that should be a TV show.
3: Uh, How's yeah. that not a TV show? They've tried. <laughs> they they've they've been in like initial development a few different times. It's just never happened. Kinda of like they've
1: been doing with uh, "Why the Last Man." Yeah. Hey, pr- look, Preacher finally got off the ground. There's hope.
3: Yeah. They sure. were trying to
1: develop Preacher for like 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah that's true.
3: I want uh, "Lock and Key." Those, yes. those are the two. Yeah. I'm waiting for. You got
1: a lot happening now. You got Umbrella Academy. You got Deadly Class. Comic book TV shows, man. They're coming.
2: Yeah,
3: they yeah. are. We'd be yeah, surprised next couple
1: the, years they, to see it happen. And you
2: just named two two really really good ones. Like Umbrella Academy, I had no. I knew it was a comic book, had no idea, nothing about it, knew shit about it. Weird as hell. <laughs> weird yeah. as hell. The comic book is really weird. Yeah. Like, I went back and tried, you know, I was reading the comics after I fell in love with the TV show, and I was like, holy shit. And I really liked the liberties that they took with the show. Like, they yeah. made it appeal, still weird. It still keeps its quirkiness, its, its, its uniqueness, but it can still appeal to more viewers. The way yeah, they, they portrayed it on
3: TV. Yeah, the show that's, could reach that's a the wide trick. audience.
2: Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Sam, we didn't get to do the show, but um, what did you think of the uh, season finale of Deadly Class?
3: Man, what a cliffhanger. Like, how wow. you would just leave us like that? Yeah. You know? Uh, they did. I, I, I liked every episode. I think the second to the last episode was the best episode. Yes. Nine. I think – I think that tends to be true of series, anyways. I think the penultimate episode is usually the best episode of the series. Um,
1: Game of Thrones has all their big fights in like the eighth episode of the season or something. Well, yeah, it's thing. funny you say
2: that, Casey, because I have just I've been going back rewatching every season. Oh god!
1: And <laughs> Travis, why, <laughs> I fu- dude? That's so much
2: television. I fucking <laughs> love <laughs> Thrones.
3: You know, it did it didn't grab me, man. I know. I can't believe it. I watched Amanda. Amanda, when she came over, you know, is when we were first, first dating. And so she was coming up from Shelbyville, which, Casey, I know you you be in New York, you don't know about Shelbyville, but it's very, very country. and
2: Very rural. You
3: know, I think they still have outhouses and stuff. And <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, she said, hey, hey, babe, I'm coming up for the weekend. And I rented us Game of Thrones season one. And I was like, what do you mean you rented? They still have a family video there. You know, like blockbuster. No. Crazy. And so she got Game of Thrones season one, and so we binged it. And I liked it, and I was like, you know, I could see where people would like this show a lot, but it just didn't speak to me enough to catch up to – at that point it was on like season uh, six, I think. And I was like, it didn't speak to me enough to watch five seasons worth of show to get to it. Uh, so so I, I, I'm way behind. I don't know anything about Game of Thrones hardly.
2: Well, I, you know, in, me going back and re-watching, like there's so many things I had forgotten. So many epic scenes, so many exchanges of dialogue that I'm just like, oh my God, like it's, I'm so fucking pumped for season eight. I can't fucking stand it. And like Tormund, who's a, uh, Sam, you'd love it. There's this this guy, his name's Tormund. Big, he's called a wildling. He's kind of like their version of like barbarians, very uncivilized. He's got a big red beard. He's big. Fucking he loves
1: big ladies. loves big
2: ladies. Yeah, yeah. You'll love him. So he's talking to another big guy who's called the Hound, who's a knight that can just basically cut a dude in half. And you'd think he's before. the biggest guy. But he's no, not. He ain't the biggest guy. He ain't, and he, that's, he's the brother of the biggest guy. He's the second biggest guy. So, so they're talking, and the, the torment, the barbarian, kind of goes up to the knight, and he's like, so they call you the dog. And he's like, fuck off. And he's like, oh, they said you were mean. He was like, "Uh, were you born that way or did someone? someone Half of his face is burned. Yeah, half his face is burnt. And he was like, "Uh, would you pushed?" And he was like, I was pushed. And he was like, oh, that's why you're mean all the time. He goes, but I don't (laughs) think you're mean. You got sad eyes. And the hound looks at him and goes, do you want to suck my dick? And Tormin goes, dick? He goes, yeah, dick. You know, cock. And he goes, ah, oh, dick. I like it. And Hal goes, I bet you do. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, it's just shit like that. All banter. through the fucking series. Yeah. Game of Thrones, what hurt me from it is it gave us that dude that played Iron Fist, man.
2: He was great oh, as yeah. Dolores.
3: Yeah, he sure yeah. wasn't great as Iron Fist.
2: I know, but he's, he was a good knight of flowers, wasn't he, Casey? Yeah, yeah well, he sure was. Yeah. yeah I mean, period. I'd read the books, too and and then when when the series i guess it was season 5 when they got caught up with the books so 6 and 7 were like new stories it really it sounds weird but it really fucking took off for me yep like the new shit for one thing i didn't know what was going to happen and and the show did take some liberties as far as the books go to keep to keep the readers interested also and surprised but I mean, there's guys at my firehouse that had never seen – Casey, you'll know what I'm talking about – had never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, and they watched the Red Wedding episode, The Reigns of Cashmere is what the episode's called, and they were fucking hooked. They had no idea really what they were watching. They didn't get the gravity of that episode, but they knew some big shit had went down, and they had to fucking get caught up to find out why – it it was such a huge episode. Like, it's, dude, it's, they're awesome. And uh, now they're talking about letting them do, um, you're going to love this case, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Which, a- as a Star Wars fan, is maybe my favorite. Group of stories. Take fantasy, put it into space.
1: You got yourself a Star Wars,
2: dude. How DB Weiss and him not be fucking fantastic for for uh for that for
1: Knights of the Old Republic? I'm here for it. <laughs> give me just. I want Darth Bane. Just fuck. Just Darth Bane. Just give. I want. Give me Darth Bane. I want Darth Bane. Bane. I
2: want Darth
1: Revan And I want all the cool like Zane Carrick and all. Give me Revan. I'll take
2: Revan. Bane's my favorite. Bane is my favorite, but g- if you give me Darth Revan,
1: yeah, bald guys got to be stand bald guys. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: jacked bald guys. Like yeah. fucking Bane was jacked, Sam. Do you
3: know what we're talking about? Uh, just a little bit. I haven't gone that deep in it.
2: Fucking Darth Bane, dude. He was point, a monster. Listen, at
1: some point, you just get so big, you lose all your hair. It's just what happens.
2: It's just what <laughs> it what happens. It's like there's only so much skin. So, when we stretch all the skin out, the hair's got nowhere to be. So, just get rid of it. we just get rid of it.
1: More people should aspire to that level of manliness. <laughs> I'll
2: tell you. Everybody's got something to aspire to, Case.
1: <laughs> Someday when I grow up, even though I'm only 29, I'll
2: be <laughs> you. You're Some- baby. You got all kinds to go. Uh, guys, we're an hour and a half. I'm going to cut it off. Um, I Thank you. Casey, thank you, Big Sam, for being on my 100th episode. This is a far different format than what the Blazing Defender Report usually is. But this is my – that was kind of my plan is to – my Twitch content is going to be just like this. Like having guests on, just doing exactly what we did. We had talking points and half of them we didn't even fucking get to. But I knew we wouldn't.
1: Hey, man. I, yeah. know Big, I think I'm speaking for Big Sam too, and I don't mind because I know he's down. You want a part <laughs> two. We'll do a part two.
2: I'm yeah. in. And we I'm can in. do that. And we can definitely do that. But that, that was my goal is, is um, you know, my, my show on Twitch was going to be like this. When I do my Facebook show, it's going to be more the Blazing Defender, the comic book reviews. You know what I mean? It's always going to be about comic books. It's always going to be comic book related. Yeah. But the format was just going to change from, from the two channels. So, uh, man, I hope you guys really enjoyed it in the chat. And, and I see I missed a lot of, a lot of yeah. stuff in the chat. Uh, but good I, I, yeah, I love that though, man. And thank you, Tony. Thanks. Uh, thank you everybody that joined in on my hundredth episode. It was big deal for me. Big deal to have these two guys on. These two guys have never been on my show at the same
3: time. No, no, never. It's true. It's, yeah. It a, it's a long it a time on. coming. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, it really is. It is. But now, especially with Twitch and with, with stream labs and like Sam can tell you, Casey was showing me shit in Streamlabs before we got started, like, I thought I was fucked. And, you know, Casey's like, no, 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 no. Hit control, alt, delete. And then yeah. with your toe, put drag the fucking case. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it, yeah, worked. Got it. it worked. And it chair, worked. <laughs> man oh in the God. chair, baby. Man God, in the God. chair. Got to uh, have man in the chair. But, guys, again, thank you, everyone, that joined in. Hey, if you know somebody you think might like this episode, give them a share. Give them a shout. Let them know what the show's all about. And, again, this is going to kind of be my Twitch channel going forward. Like, you know, we're still talking about comic books. We talked about several comic books tonight, which that's kind of what I want to do. I want to get people out to their local comic shops. uh, Look at them online. I don't care, but just support that 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 medium uh we love it me and the two guys on the screen right now we fucking absolutely love it and that was one of the reasons i wanted to have them because i know they love comic books just as much as i do so uh with that guys i'm gonna sign off but sam uh tell everybody where they can find you at if they want to learn ulan coon
3: oh. <laughs> i fucked it uh, did up didn't that, i yeah a little bit but that's All okay right. The name of the school is An Lung Guan. It means a uh, House of the Peaceful Dragon. I teach uh, authentic Shaolin five animal kung fu and yang style tai chi. Uh, we're we're open right now Mondays and Wednesday nights. Class starts 6.45 p.m. Uh, website is Kung Fu Lu, like Louisville L O U dot com. You can get me on uh, Facebook, on Instagram uh website all that good stuff
2: uh debo actually posted your link in the chat
3: he does and that's awesome man thank you debo Appreciate so, so that. If you want
2: to scroll up and find that link uh casey where can we find you at brother
1: uh i may not be able to bring you balance of body and mind like big sam <laughs> but i might be able to make you laugh you can watch me here uh twitch.tv slash bad coyote funky we're actually going live in about 10 minutes with a oh show, wow uh pax The big old gaming convention that was in Boston last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was tight. So listen, if you want to come on over, we're more than welcome. Are you on Twitch? Yeah, we're on Twitch. Okay, that's right. That's right. Twitch.tv slash badcoyotefunky. Nice. Yeah, so I'll be there. And like I said before, I'm currently in the process of launching tvscasey.com. Right now, I have the podcast page pretty much all finished. So if you want to see past episodes of me and Travis on his show, I got links there. Um, awesome. just all linked to his Facebook page. You've probably seen it before, whatever, and plenty awesome. of other stuff that I did uh, the G-Stun last year. Awesome, I got it.
2: Awesome, guys! Thank you so much again. Thanks to chat. With that, guys, like sign off every show. 100th is going to be no different. Hopefully, the 200th episode, I'll still be doing it. But uh, the world's a fucked up place. It's a crazy place. Just treat people like you would want to be treated. Uh, hold a door open for somebody. Do just a random act of kindness for someone and it, the world will just be a better place. Just You're going to pay it forward just a little bit. Okay? With that, everybody be safe. And for that, the 100th episode of the Blazing Defender Report with my fucking fantastic co-host, TV's Casey and Big Fucking Sam. We're out, guys. Peace.
3: All right. That was awesome. Yeah. I thought it was, too.
1: Travis, if you want to do a second episode like this where we do do the talking points this time, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Right. This was more fun than I had in a long time. Yeah, yeah man. Too, it was, man.
2: It was like, it was great. Yeah, it really was. Like, yeah. I, Yeah. I, I knew it would be like, you know, yeah, well, you know, you, I knew you and Sam would be fine, but you never know till yeah. you get two guys together. You know what I mean? That's the reason people ask to be on my show all the time. I'm like, yeah, they have. <laughs> it's not happening. It's nothing personal. It's just I just don't think they'd be a good fit. You know, you gotta have people or, who know
1: the shit, man. And who better than me and Big Sam?
2: Yeah, right. Crazy. And that's that's what I said. I mean, I'm like, I was thinking you you guys were the first two, and then you know, I was like, well, maybe I could. And I'm like, nah, fuck it. I asked Jason from a uh, nurse from work. He couldn't do it. He's a big of guy too. Yeah, i I'm saw. really kind of glad. did best of
1: 2018, right? What's that? You did your best of 2018. Yeah, 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 yeah. he did.
2: Uh, he, you know, I mean, he's, a, he's an avid reader. He asked me about if I picked up uh, a certain book today. I forget what it was now. I hadn't. I just got a chance to look at it. But he couldn't be on because of a prior commitment. But uh, he really wanted to be. And I, I think he would be fine. Don't get me wrong. I think oh, he would sure. I think he'd fit in just fine. Or I wouldn't have asked him. I think all
1: podcast guys are kind of cut from the same cloth you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of
2: getting that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting that. Yeah. Which, but you know, I just feel like our, I felt like that show, our chemistry was just, was really good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. Our
2: chemistry was really good. You know, Sam, like, so we're going to have to get, there's a way that we can get you a mic like a USB mic Sam's on his iPad right now.
3: That's
2: Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 He's on his iPad. Uh, so we, we, to get you a mic because sometimes, because me and Casey have mics, like, I know I didn't even, couldn't even hear you talking, but I looked over and seen your mouth moving.
1: Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it was like 90% of it was, was good though. Oh yeah, absolutely. For tonight, 90% of it was good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cause I think it was when
2: you were trying to get your point across about the star Wars movies and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Me and Casey were kind of going like, you know, when you have a, if you get a microphone, and I can hear you trying to get in, and I'll we, we can let you in. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll figure it out. But yeah, man, guys, thanks. Until Casey, next time, you got a show to get to, and yep, yeah. I'll see you, Sam. I'm sure you got some loving to make. Hey, good to meet you, Casey. Absolutely, Sam. Until guys, thank you so much. Bye. All right, see you. See thanks. Man.